When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, a typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. I'm sorry, I was being scary. Can I scare you? Can I scare you? It's Halloween y. I'm sorry. Come on, man. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Now that's scary. I'm Sean, and this is my dumb little show, and the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555, uh, 210-599-5555, uh, lots to make our way through over the next couple of hours. Uh, just briefly, because I saw Obama uh, on, on TV, they got his ass out there on a campaign trail, because nobody wants Joe Biden within 10 feet of him. And uh, and he's just got that that stupid "I love me" grin on his face. You know what I mean? Obama just man, God, holy crap! He loves himself. He just loves himself, man. He loves his own skinny ass. He really does. And he's in College Park over the weekend uh, at the Gateway Center Arena, and this was Friday night. Uh, no, 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 I'm sorry. I, I got that wrong. No, Obama was in College Park. No, Herschel Walker was in uh, uh, was someplace Saturday night. Anyway, neither here nor there. Obama goes off calling him a celebrity. I saw this on TV. He said, Herschel Walker is a celebrity who wants to be a politician. Now, that that's an interesting statement in and of itself because both are dislikable human beings. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, and, and plus, hearing Obama call any, Obama is both, okay? Obama is a celebrity and a politician, which makes him a double scuzz, all right? So don't, dude, come on. When you love your own ass as much as you do, and your presidential portrait is just you and a white background, so there's nothing in the background to distract anyone's eyes from seeing anything else but you. I don't want to hear you running your trap about who is or who is not a celebrity, man. Oh, barf. <laughs> Come on, dude. Uh, and Herschel Walker uh, is uh, it responds, President, President Obama was here last night. He said, I'm a celebrity. He got that one wrong, didn't he? I'm not a celebrity. I'm a warrior for God. Walker goes on. He got something else wrong, too. Remember two years ago, he told us to vote for Joe Biden, didn't he? He got that one wrong, too. So uh, let's just get this over with. It's a week from tomorrow, man. Oh, I just can't wait for You know, I, I just let's just do it. I think I'm, I think we're voting today. I'm not sure. I think my wife and the family unit. I think we might be doing it today. I don't know. I, I, maybe I'll just wait till Tuesday and be a part of history as we run these pukes out of office, man. All ours, baby. All ours. Old Sean. I'm not a Republican. I, I and I look. I got some liberality to me. I, I got some liberal stuff. I, I like to see myself as uh, as an issue based guy. Okay, I pretty much base it all on what what are we talking about here? You're listening to a man who painted his fingernails black uh, for the Elton John concert. Okay, I'm sitting here with black nail polish on. I think it's cool that gay people get married. I don't give a crap. 
I, I maybe I'm more libertarian than anything else. I don't know, but I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a card carrying Republican. I tend to vote Republican. Yes, this is true. And this time out, baby, it's all ours. Because you know what? The Democrats are destroying this country, and there's lots of Democrats out there, maybe even a few of you listening to me right now, and you know it too. Because you know what? You're paying the same price for everything I am. You're living in this crap economy we don't have to be living in as well. And you know what? You don't give a crap about January 6th. And I don't give a crap about January 6th. Oh, we'll get to the Paul Pelosi thing. <laughs> With the fat, naked hippie that somehow magically made it into his house. We'll talk. We'll get there. But baby, a week from today, all ours. All ours, all the way down, man. I know we can't do straight ticket. I know you got to do it. You got to click on each box, but baby, do it. This extreme agenda, and if you're a moderate Democrat, you're with you're right there with me. You're just not telling anybody. There's two kinds of people that are being quiet right now. All Republicans, because they don't want to get beaten up or their car trashed. And moderate Democrats who also realize the country is going down the toilet, and they don't, but they can't tell anybody because then they'll lose all their friends. Let's go to the phones. Here's Juan. Juan, how you doing? Hey, good morning. I'm I'm getting ready to vote right here in Guadalupe County. Are you? Excellent. Yes, sir. But you know what? Uh, I'm, I was born blue, but I, I woke up, and I'm going to vote red. God bless you, man. And, no, and the reason why, well, there's a reason behind that. The administration right now is taking my money. Yep. As, as, as far as uh, I got less on my income tax. Um, a little bit more uh, paycheck deductions because I am working. Right. I don't want no free stuff. Right. And, and uh, you know, they just taking my money right now. So, you know, I got to vote for what's good for me right now. Do you are, are, have you have you interacted with anybody else who's sort of in your situation who classically has voted Democrat, but this time they're not? Well, we just had a discussion earlier. You know, we were in a group session and everybody had the same concerns. They were like, Damn, you know everything's going up. I got they taking more from my check. I got mm. less on my income tax. You know what are they doing with the money? Well, they're giving it away to others. Right, giving it away to Ukraine. I, and right. we just want our money. We don't want nobody else's money. I work hard. My hands hurt. My knees hurt. My feet hurt. You know I work hard, but you don't get all your money back. And what are they doing with that money? The administration wasting it <laughs> yeah absolutely spending, wasting spending, it spending, and everybody's like we won we won what did you win mm. you, you big dummy wake up You're, they're taking your money they're taking everybody's money hey man yes, i sir. appreciate the call thanks for the honesty you got it sir rock on i bet there's a lot more i i just think there's a lot of folks out there who are modern democrats who are hearing all this stuff about abortion, and they're hearing all this stuff about climate change and the obsession with January 6th. And they're like, hey, man, I'm paying $9 for a loaf of wonder damn bread. You know, it's, you know, come on. It's the economy, stupid. So you know, by all means, uh, for you elitist Democrats, spend the next week talking about a woman's right to choose Talk about January 6th and QAnon. You know what? I'm a 55-year-old man right now. I get my senior discount. All right, I've had my noggin in the news for about 30 years. I do this damn, I, I do this show for, a, I got to get, get up every day and talk about the news. To this day, I still don't really know what QAnon means. It has something to do with Satanists. I don't know. But apparently I'm QAnon, right? I don't even know what the hell it means. It means Donald Trump was it Donald Trump was fighting in a it's like a global network of pedophilic, uh, you know, Satanist pedophiles. Well, hey, you know what? That could be true. But I I I had to look it up. I didn't even know what the hell it meant. But apparently, I'm that. If you vote R, so are you. These people are so freaking disconnected from reality. See, when you're Joe Biden or you're Nancy Pelosi or you're Chuck Schumer or you're any or you're AOC, you don't have to live in this economy. 
You live above this economy. You live beyond this economy. You don't have to worry about what a tank of gas costs. You don't have to worry about what basic food, uh, a basic grocery run costs. None of that applies to you because people like me and people like you listening to this show, we buy all that crap for you. And I'm telling you, a lot of Democrats are out there, and they're moderates, and they're reasonable people, and they're, they're living in the same economy you and I are. They're watching the, the, the fentanyl and the, the, the illegals and all the crap that comes with that coming across the border. And they too cool with it. And I bet you in the silence of the, of the voting booth, they'll know what to do. Same thing Juan's doing. 210-599-5555. We'll gush about the Elton John concert when I get back. The 2022 midterms happen here. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Just one footnote on the Obama going out on the campaign, Obama going out on the campaign trail. We have some audio from Michigan, I believe. He was uh, stumping for uh, Gretchen Whitmer. And there is some, well, some folks are saying, because a chant started of blank Joe Biden. And some people, some news sources are saying it was it was added or it was digitally enhanced, but I, I don't, I, let's take a listen, uh, James. James has it. This is, listen to me. Hey, <laughs> Now... Because I, I like the Associated Press is like, oh, that was digitally inserted. Reuters, I think, is saying, if it were, he wouldn't be responding the way that he was. Have you seen the video? I have not seen the video. He is obviously responding. He's like, he's throwing his hands up, like, what, what the hell's going on? Right. Here? And he turns to the people that are supposed to be supporting behind him, right, and tells them to start cheering a little <laughs> more or something. Right. So don't give me this crap. It was inserted. I'm not buying it, man. Again, I just heard the audio, and I, I heard that earlier in the weekend. If if you were truly, if it were truly being digitally inserted and it weren't real, he wouldn't have responded the way he was responding. <laughs> hey, people, people! No, I think that was the real chant. Good luck next Tuesday, a week from tomorrow, man. Really. Yeah, you, buddy. People are not buying the BS. And this thing with Paul Pelosi. In fact, we'll do Elton John when we get back at 935. Because, again, all three of us, uh, James and Don Morgan, we were all there at the concert. And uh, I want I, I, we got to talk about that because that was a hell of a, what an amazing event for San Antonio. Uh, so we'll, when we have more time on the other side of the break, we'll do that. But this Paul Pelosi thing, I mean, Trey did a great job of kind of pointing out all of the uh, inconsistencies with this thing. Um, we have a, a nudist hippie who ordinarily lives in a freaking bus with a rainbow flag with a pot leaf on it. <laughs> His ex-wife is a uh, a hemp jewelry artist. And I know what they're like, because I used to be married to a hemp jewelry artist. They don't tend to vote Republican. And just, you know, it just doesn't make any sense. He, he I'm not, he just strolled to the back door, smashed it open with a hammer. He's naked, as far as we know. He goes in... Pelosi is there. They're hanging out. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on. He lets Pelosi go to the bathroom. I mean, this stuff we do, we know, okay? So I'm just giving you the nutshell facts of the case as far as we know it. He, Pelosi's in the bathroom. He, he calls the cops, right? The cops show up, and there's Pelosi and this LaPop guy, whatever the hell his name is. David LaPop, LaPape. And they both are just hanging on to the hammer, and he, the cops get there, and he hits Pelosi on the head with the hammer, and then they take him down. Mm, that makes sense to you. 
and he's a QAnon guy, and he's a MAGA hat wearer. And uh, he was walking through the uh, Pelosi mansion, uh, screaming, where's Nancy, like they did on January 6th. Let me, okay, whether you believe all that crap or not is almost irrelevant. This story's going away. We're never going to hear from this guy again. But let me ask you something. Have you changed your vote? You're going to change your vote because of this story about this guy that supposedly did this? Okay, I and it, I, look, the basic forensic files question is, you're telling me the Pelosi estate is that damn easy to get into? You could just break a door, a glass on a door in the back and just walk the hell in. That alone tells me it's bullcrap, man. And there's absolutely freaking nothing about this guy that says that he was a mega dude or he was queuing on or he, you know, he was a Trump guy. There's absolutely nothing about this guy's freaking existence that lends us to believe that. I don't know when these damn websites or blogs went up, but it was it was either on Friday or it was recent, to, you know. Come on, man. Inherent to every elitist Democrat is the idea that people are so freaking stupid they'll believe this crap. Is it have you changed your vote because of it? Here's Laurie. Laurie, how you doing? Hi. First of all, I'm a new listener, and I, I love your show. And God bless you. And I, on this Pelosi thing, she staged the whole thing. I mean, come on. It just doesn't make any and, sense. The so Democrats, will, to me, will stoop at, at nothing. Nothing would surprise me. But I wanted to ask you, because, of course, my husband, we're Republican, and we voted Republican, and you know, and we have we had our budget under Trump and our budget under Biden, and we are so worse off under, under oh, yeah. Biden. And everybody, intelli- I mean, I, hopefully America is not that stupid. Lord, I would hope not. But some people are still that even my friends are voting for Biden, and I just flat don't understand it. You mean voting for Democrats? You mean read this time out? Yes, I'm right, sorry. Right, right. Yes. Um, there are what I call true believers, um, and there are people who do not question, uh, I don't know your friends, but they tend to be low info people who are of that, who, who just vote Democrat no matter what, uh, and they just accept whatever is spoon fed into their noggins. Again, I'm not saying this of your friends. I'm saying the people that I've encountered who are still voting all Democrat, they don't even know why. You know, and uh, so I, 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 I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot. There's many more Democrats out there who are not telling anyone they're going to vote Republican, but they will. I mean, it's like I hope so because I, the Democrats, every one of them, to me, have to go. Yep, I agree. House. Laurie, thank you so much for joining the show, and thanks thank for listening. You. Take care. Have a great day. You too. Rock and roll. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSa. Celebrating 100 years of service. 55 <laughs> News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Wow. Uh, Don Morgan was there. Uh, James Trevino was there. We were all there. Is Don Morgan? I can't see him anymore because of this stupid computer, but is he, th- is he there? Yeah. Um, that, um, wow. Uh, I don't know what to say. That was almost otherworldly. Um, it was surreal. It, I had one beer. That's it. <laughs> you had, James had one beer. That's surreal in and of itself. Yeah. Um, it, it was... Uh, I had two, and now I can't eat for the rest of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Broke. It was... Uh, uh, he just seemed like there was no boasting. It was, he was very gracious. He right. seemed like he just purely enjoyed sitting there. And singing his songs for the folks. What you saw, and I hope some young kids were there, you saw what an A-plus performer is, not right. just someone who's famous. That right. is yeah. yeah. That's how he got famous, though. Right. You know, that he just did the he does the work. You know, he lets the music speak for itself. He didn't have to get up there and, 
and boast and brag and, no. and do what have you. It was, it was a great uh, performance from start to finish. The production of it was wonderful. You know, the stage was fantastic. The band was amazing. The band was great. Yeah, he was great. He had an all-star band there. Yeah. Uh, the guy that was the secondary with the glasses, the ball guy, I've seen that guy. What is his oh, name? Uh, Cooper? I've seen him my whole life. Yeah, he's been, uh, he's been a percussionist for Elton for... For a long time, right? But he's also worked with a lot of other bands. Yes. I was Uh, explaining to all the younger people that were there with me, (laughs) like, no, the drummer looks old. Well, that's because he's awesome. Right. And and, uh, uh, the production values with the visuals were incredible. Yeah. Uh, As to your point and James, uh, you know, they would cut to... Because I was up there in in Section 300. So, you know, he was... Watched the screens a lot. But they would cut to his hands playing on the piano. They had a camera right there. Right. And my wife made the observation, he makes it look so effortless. Mm-hmm. It looks like his fingers are barely really moving, but yet he's just riffing on the keys and playing these amazing songs. And it really was amazing. And he, he hit all the major food groups. I think the the, the one song he didn't play was Daniel, but that's... Kind of a yeah. bummer. I mean, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's not exactly a stadium song, you know. Rock right. on. Uh, Crocodile Rock, you had the crowd do the na-na-na-na-na-na. But the end was just, if you got through the encore at the very end of the show with without a tear in your eye, you're Jeffrey freaking Dahmer, okay? Because he, they left. I forget what he did what, what, before they went. What was the song they left on? I can't remember now. Uh, but they rap, they leave, and of course, you know he's coming back out. Stayed a couple minutes, crowd got whipped up into a frenzy, and he walks back out, and he's just him and the piano at first. And I'm paraphrasing, but he said, something in fact, this is a song that made me a star 50 years ago, and I'm going to sing it for you now. And it was, of course, your song. Mm-hmm. And as he's, he gets through the first chorus, and then he brings up the band. And I'm just, I mean, that was, was that not like the coolest date? I mean, I just had my arm around my wife, like, I love you, baby. I love you so much. And, and, he, and he did does that song. And then, of course, he ends with Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. And he has the Yellow Brick Road and on that screen behind him. He kind of did that grand exit thing where he was on that. Uh, that podium type thing, right? Kind of backed up, and he's waving, yeah. as he's backing up into, and then he kind of turned around, and then you see this image of him up on the screen, walking down the Yellow Brick oh. Road with his back toward us. Oh, it was just, it was beautiful art. It was yeah. a beautiful exit. I loved when he came out for the encore and he had a robe on. Yes, <laughs> I know, that was I forgot about that. He had a <laughs> nice purple perfect. robe on. Yeah, I thought that was perfect. Like I'm gonna start. I'm, okay, it's, I'm, it's time for me yeah. to kick back a little. Right. But it made it very intimate. It made it yeah. a very intimate moment with the audience. Well, wasn't that when he talked about spending the time with the family? Was when yeah. he was yeah. in the robe? It was like yeah, he came out and he you know he right. did, he did the first song of the encore, which was to the uh, Dua Lipa uh, the cover they did earlier this year. And she oh, was right, right, and right, then right. She, you know, her part was pre-recorded, of course. Right. He basically sang with the video, right? Um, and then he did, you know, he talked about how he was going to retire and talked about why and and what have you. And then he did your song, and then of course, uh, Yellow Brick Road. That's right. And but you're right when he just kind of kind of sat there in, in the robe and he's like, you know, I just want to spend more time with my husband and my kids. You know, and yeah. and that it was so it was like he was just talking to you. Yeah, like there was nobody else in the place. He was just talking to you. And then he does those two great songs, and ends. I mean, it was really just a phenomenal performance, well beyond. I mean, I didn't know what I expected going into it. I expected it to be great. Yeah, but it was more than. It was even better than that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was even better yeah. than what you expected it to right. be. I, I don't know about you, but for me, and I was and I was telling my wife this on the way in. This, he's one of those first guys I remember hearing. Oh yeah, on the radio. When, when was there not an Elton John? Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, I was four or five years old, and you start hearing Honky Cat and Daniel and all these songs. And these were new hits. Yeah, they were, they were new at the time. And then, you know, you get to be a little older, and, and here comes Island Girl, which he didn't do, or Philadelphia Freedom, which he did do, and all yeah. those other songs from that from that era. And then, of course, when we were teenagers, there was, I guess, that's why they called it the blues. Well, and, and then you and I get in the radio, and he's still doing yeah, he's new still, songs. You know, and we were still playing his Circle his of Life song, and all that, and Club at the End of the Street yeah. and all that. And so it was almost like your whole life flashes before your eyes. 
Yeah, you know, as you're sitting there listening to this to this music, which, which you know you can hear any time on your phone and bring it with because you can bring it with you wherever you go. But when he's right there in the room yeah. with you, yeah, and it's you know at the volume it's at with the intensity he was playing, it really just brings it all around back, and it's almost like hearing them all the first time all over again. Right, because he's he's changing them up a little, he's singing yeah. each one a little differently, right. you know. But uh, uh, just I think we all agree, just. Can it get as far as a concert? Can it get much better than that? No. My boys make fun of me because I notoriously will cry at a concert just because right. I'm so happy to see the person. Right, same right. here. My friend's fiance starts wiping my face and he goes, "I told you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it happens. It happens though. Well, I, like I said, I don't know. Especially, I mean, maybe you could you could have kept it together through the whole gig, but the last two songs, whew, yeah. that was just a spectacular exit. So, well, I mean, thank you. I felt like it was a gift. You know, like, thank you so much for that amazing show uh, because it really was a gift from Elton yeah. John. There was no part of that show where there was a lull. No. You know, usually there's a time where you can run and get something to drink or buy or something to eat or whatever, but there was no, you didn't want to leave because you knew that, you know, that, that song was great and the next one's going to be even better. Yeah, and my you wife know? and I are sitting there, and by the time the, he walks off before he came back from the encore, he's like, he's played for over two hours. And I'm like, it, it just zinged, but it felt like he'd been up there for 40 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Because it went so fast, even though he did play a long show, there was no opening act. Because we we knew every song, right? You know, and that's the because sometimes you go to see a band and they'll play a couple of songs that you know. Here's something from my new album, and that's when most people get up to go. Get, you know, <laughs> that's beer. They don't get a, a beer, beer on, you know. Right? But there was none of that, so you stayed the whole time. Yeah. It, it zipped right by. It did. You know, it did it was, not feel like two and a half not hours. At all. No, it was wow, wonderful. great, excellent. Show. Excellent. Uh, 2105- if you were there, uh, give us a call. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. The 2022 midterms. Stay connected and informed. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. That was a great way to start the show, man. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Talk about the great Elton John concert over the weekend. His last concert in Texas forever. You're supposed to play Houston, but the uh, obviously the, the World Series kind of d- dealt that a blow. So we saw the last show in Texas. Here's Steve. Steve, how you doing? Hey, Sean, how you doing? Pretty good, man. What are you thinking? Hey, I want to te- tell you, you gave me a laugh about waiting in line for your T-shirt. I'm from England anyway, and I got to the stadium an hour before, and I get inside, and there's a 300 people waiting in line to get a T-shirt. <laughs> so I walk, to the, I walk to the front, Sean, and I'm standing there just looking at the stuff, and this lady says to me, yes, sir. I said, um, oh, I'm from England. I said, I just jumped out of line. She says, okay, go ahead, um, pick one. <laughs> I, I just uh, I got it. I, with my English accent, she must have thought I was one of the crew. Or I don't know. But she... Uh, oh. I, there's like 300 people waiting in line, and I got two T-shirts, two koozies, and all these people are looking at me like, "Well, who the hell's he?" You know, and I was laughing. I was, and I was laughing at you. You couldn't get one, and I thought, "Man, you're famous. You should have got one." Oh no, I wasn't famous in that situation. That's great. Well, good on you, man. I'm glad you're here. He must be in the band. He's got one of those accents. Let him go ahead. He must be with the band. He's got an accent. No, my, my... It was so funny. I loved the concert. I loved it. It was absolutely fantastic. Yes, it was. Absolutely. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. It my, was a great concert. My buddy runs all the merch for the major shows. It's his right. company. So if he's short two shirts and two koozies on his count, it was Steve. Steve, Steve got away with it because of his accent. <laughs> no, we got there and... You know, we actually parked in some dude's driveway. We were driving in. There was just people were like just letting people park at twenty bucks. Give me twenty bucks, you can park here. So we did that, and we were maybe three or four blocks from the uh, from the venue, and we got in there, and the lines for the merch was already. Yeah, I didn't. I we, none of us wanted this. You can go. I can go on. I, I just checked Amazon. You can get the damn shirts on Amazon if you want them. Okay. That's you know, you can't. They're available. It's like twenty five bucks. Because I, it, you know, and then we got done the concert, and I was just emotionally spent. I don't know how anybody else was, but I was just like, huh. All I wanted to do was get home and write a poem about it, which I ended up doing. 
and uh, and I was, I was I was just physically I was tired, and so we we're like, nah, we'll we'll check it online. When we get home. It was like the end of summer camp. You're not going to see that counselor anymore. You're not going to see those friends anymore. I was sort right. of depressed, you know. Like I'm never going to see Elton again. I did, but didn't you, Don Morgan? Didn't you when you were at, when it was over? Didn't you kind of feel like emotionally just drained and like, uh, yeah, kind of. I just want to go home and lay down. Yeah, I mean, you know, we just didn't even think about it. This, you know, he did his last song. The lights came up, and we were we were running. Right, because you know, I knew what was waiting outside. <laughs> you know, we just the, sat there for a little yeah. while and just waited because we knew we, we, you know, we just figured, well, we'll just wait for yeah, the we, lion's share of the crowd to get out of here. Right. Now we get out of the. We, we had, you know, we bought all our merch before the show right. started, and um, rub so it just, in, Don. Yeah, right. You got to get there early. And it's then, on um, Amazon. It's all right there on Amazon, man. Yeah, but you know that takes away some of the fun. Well, I know Any, anybody could buy it on Amazon well, and say they were there. Well, that's what I'm going to do. You know, I might buy it right now. Buy some tie dyes. Yeah, man, I was at Woodstock. Well, it was like an hour. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I, I can't deal with just standing there. I, I couldn't. Nobody wanted to wait in line. I didn't want to wait in line. Right. So well, uh, we got there early. As soon as the doors opened, we were probably inside within ten. Well, minutes aren't you fancy? You aren't you fancy? Okay, I've got three Hispanics. I had to get in there. Okay. <laughs> We're never on time for anything. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we were there to see the beginning of the show. Okay, right. well, I, a lot of people weren't able to, to get there on time to see the first half hour or so. I heard that because there, of, a lot because, of traffic uh, issues. There was a lot of issues downtown, uh, which sucked. You know, the Via Park and Ride had some issues. And right, right. The, the doors weren't open that were supposed to be opened. And, yeah, I, I just, I would, you know, at, but going into it, I was like, oh, I just want to get a hat, or I just want to get a hat, or I want to get a shirt. But once we got there, the show was the thing. It was yeah. kind of with me. Just just right. being there and seeing him. And again, I know we're gushing, but if you weren't it really was just an incredible show. So I, I was like, I'll get the damn shirt online. I don't care. <laughs> and here they are. I'm looking at him right now. You can get the shirt online for twenty bucks. All right, we'll take a break. It's Sean on New Stonk five fifty KTSA. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. And we're back five minutes after 10 on News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. How the hell are you? What's new and exciting? The phone lines are open 210-599-5555, Um, Again, we're uh, a week and a day away from the election. And... Uh, I don't know how you are, but man, I'm looking forward to just getting getting it over with. I really think it's going to go our way. I think, and as I've been saying all morning, I think a lot of uh, Democrats are going to be voting all ours too, moderate Democrats. And we still got to get out and do it, though. You still got to get out and vote, and still be you know participate. Um, I I don't know what's going to happen over the next week. This Paul Pelosi thing stinks to high heaven. I mean, none of it really makes any sense at all. And if you have any thoughts, uh, because obviously all weekend long, and I I think Trey's right on this when he called this on Where and Rhyme. I think this story is going to go away fairly quickly because it's so harebrained. It just doesn't make any sense, man. A freaking nudist hippie. <laughs> Up until that point, had been a weirdo living in a van with uh, liberal crap all over it. His ex-partner, or whatever the hell she was, was a hemp jewelry artist who's also a nudist. And he just what smashes a window and goes in the one of those goes in the Nancy Pelosi's place. But he's a friend. He's a friend. That's right. And the nine one one call. Can we hear that? Never copy. RP stated that there's a male in the home and that he's going to wait for his wife. RP stated that he doesn't know who the male is, but he advised that his name is David and that he is a friend. <laughs> okay. And then, then magically, that part's got, gone away from all the, the, the new coverage. So I, I don't know if you're believing what they're selling on this Paul Pelosi thing or not, but it sounds like a bunch of crap to me. And they're 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 trying to make it into a big January 6th thing. And babies, it ain't going to work for you. Is there one person listening to me who has decided to change their vote and vote Democrat because of the Paul Pelosi thing? 
Is there one of you? I'll answer my own question. Eh, nope, probably not. I wonder if it was like a Nerf hammer. You know what I mean? I just kind of think it was kind of like a spongy hammer, you know, like that. I mean, he, again, and I'm not going to spend all day on it, but he, he breaks into, the, he just smashes a window at the Speaker of the House's personal residence in San Francisco, and he's in his underwear, <laughs> right? He, now, I, you look at the picture of the smashed door, and from my eyes, the glass is on the outside, which doesn't make any sense, because if you're hitting a glass door with a hammer, the glass is pretty much going to go. I, you could make the argument that some of it would fall to the ground. It's a, it's a small, blunt object. You know, you're not going to get... You're going to get glass on the outside, yeah, but it just it looked it, it looked like somebody had smashed it from inside to my eyes. I could be totally wrong, and I don't care if I am. Uh, and then he he's going to kill. He's, he wants to I don't know what take a hammer to Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi. Oddly, he's chanting the same thing they were chanting on January. And all weekend long, oh, it's that MAGA rhetoric. Oh, it's Donald Trump. Oh, even President Joe Biden. And freaking Saturday. You can't condemn the violence unless you condemn those people who continue to argue the election was not real, that it's being stolen, that all the malarkey that's being put out there to undermine democracy. What malarkey? What exactly are you talking about? Who exactly is out there calling for violence because the last presidential election was stolen? Or they believe it was stolen. Biden goes on. You can't just say, I feel badly about the violence. We condemn it. Condemn what produced the violence, and this talk produces this violence. Where's the talk? Where is it? I don't hear it. Uh, I voted for Trump twice. I don't know anybody that is calling for violence. On this side of things. I don't hear it. I don't see it. Where's it happening? The only violence I see going on uh, would be the bombing, firebombing of churches and pregnancy clinics. That's the only violence that I'm seeing or hearing about. And and really, you're not seeing and hearing a whole lot about it because so far, no one's been arrested. No one's ever even been questioned, even though Jane's revenge has claimed revenge for about a dozen of these things. Malarkey. Keep it hip, Joe. Biden set goes, where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? Don't know for certain, but it looks like this was intended for Nancy, says the president. <laughs> I think in more ways than you realize, sir. Here's Alex. Alex, how you doing? I'm doing fine. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloweeny. What are you thinking? Uh, this is what I'm thinking. I live downtown. It was a standstill. Oh, on Saturday night? Yes, for Dia de los Muertos, Comic-Con. Oh, Comic-Con. Was, was Comic-Con this weekend, too? Yes, sir. Right oh. Henry B. And then the zombie walk. Oh, my God. It was a zombie walk, too? Oh, but I banked. I banked. That backyard of mine, you couldn't even throw a toothpick in it. Those cars were parked in there. Wow. Yeah. Good for you, man. Yeah, this is what I'm thinking. Let's start subpoenaing all the body cams on those officers, all the neighbors, halos. And I'll tell you right. one thing. those That Bella Lugosi house... They don't have cameras from Target or Wally World. They got high tech. Right. No, Let's it's gone away. Have a good Halloween, sir. You too, man. Thank you so much. No, it's gone away. They're, they're, you're not going to see any footage from any security cameras or body cameras. You're not ever going to see this guy in front of a microphone. You're never going to hear from this dude again. We didn't. We haven't heard from from him at all to this point. You ain't never going to hear an interview about this guy or from this guy. You're, you, no, it's they want the effect of of claiming that this somehow has to do with the MAGA people and January 6th. But here's what it seems like to me. And if you're a Democrat who's still gung-ho and you think Biden's doing a great job and you're going to be voting Democrat again this year, this is really pathetic and desperate. This obsession with January 6th. It's desperate and pathetic and shrill. 
TJ, how you doing? Good morning, Sean. Hi. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting cow who? Oh, see how you are. It is knock. It is interna- intergalactic knock knock joke day. <laughs> I'm sorry. I did laugh about it because my four year old told it to me a year, few years ago. But uh, <laughs> here's here's my thought of the day. Um, I've been tempted to put on the view. No. To see who's gonna spin all this garbage. Have some self-respect. Um, I know. Right? <laughs> How can they possibly spin this? But mm. you never know, you know? Like, how are they going to oh, yeah. spin Pelosi and the affirmative action issue? Uh, I, I don't know. I just help me out. <laughs> it, it, it's, it, no, it's, it's, they're, they're trying to validate this claim they've been making since Biden gave that Hitlerian speech a couple of months ago that the MAGA crowd are violent. And they don't have any actual evidence of anybody from that side of things being violent, except for, I guess, January 6th. So the whole Paul Pelosi thing, I think, is an invention. It's a setup. That, that's all it is. I, I mean, I don't know that, but it's what it feels like to me, because none of it, circumstantially, from a forensic standpoint, makes any sense at all. So, all right, I appreciate the call. 210-599-5555. Esteban, how you doing? Man. Nothing says evangelical Christian quite like a naked chick doing hemp jewelry <laughs> in a bus in San Francisco. I mean, the closest thing the left has to violence accusations that I can think of is a complete teenage moron who steals Beto signs in my neighborhood. Mm, right, right. And that's, you know, and to the person who's stealing Beto signs, I want to know who the stupid white people in my neighborhood are. <laughs> I want the I want the Beto signs there, but th- but this whole thing about you know there's it's like a moron map <laughs> after incident right. of real violence against conservatives, and the closest thing they got is yes, I hope Pelosi recovers. I hate violence all forms. Yeah, me too. But. But where the violence is occurring is it's the Trump supporters who are getting it. Yeah. Where's the Trump supporters who are getting it? The 18-year-old kid got run over by a dude. Uh, We have this uh, Marco Rubio guy who was handing out flyers, and he got the crap beat out of him. You know, it's ridiculous, man. They're they're such pathetic hypocrites. Yeah, so, it you know, like I said, nothing says MAGA quite like a naked hemp jewelry (laughs) I got to run that stuff. Thanks for the call. Let's do one more. Rick, Rick, how you doing? Rick, you there? Hello. Hey, Rick, how you doing, yeah. baby? Fine, you're cool. Not too bad. What are you thinking? I'm thinking that uh, the media is showing uh, the still picture of the salient. How come they don't show me in jail? What's this? I, I, I had a hard time hearing you. The salient. The, the one that broke into the Pelosi's house. Oh, oh, oh. him in jail. I don't know, man. I appreciate the call. Hey, you know, usually we see uh, the, you know, the initial trial where the charges are leveled. Not trial, but uh, what do you call that? Arraignment. An arraignment where they... I think that's today. Is that today? But I, I, I submit to you that, you know, I would bet even money that you're, you're never going to hear this guy speak freely. 210-599-5555. It's Sean. We'll be right back on News Talk 550 KTSA. Yeah. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. I. Talking about all the shenanigans. The Democrats between now and Tuesday. Let's take some calls here. Matthew. Matthew, how you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? Not too bad, man. What are you thinking? Uh, I have a couple of comments about this Pelosi thing. Right. Number one, um, I'm just curious, why haven't we seen like a bloody hammer or some x-rays of Mr. Pelosi's head or anything like that? This all seems, all smells of uh, something staged. We haven't seen any video of any kind. Uh, Yeah, nothing. We haven't seen anything. 
So I, that's what I, that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. And I right. don't put anything past them to, you know, try to put something out there like this. No, oh, I concur. Just, you know, like, yeah. So, so that was right. my comment. Thanks, Adam. man. I appreciate the call. Adam, Adam, how you doing? I am uh, blessed, Sean. Thank you. But Sean, with the midterms, all the left has is January 6th. You know, uh, democracy is at stake, BS, and and killing babies on demand. So they'll try anything, Sean, to try to tie January 6th. You know, the the daily violence is mostly leftists who get arrested, get a couple free meals, and they're back out without any bail or anything. (laughs) You know, if you want to see violence, you know, wear a Trump cap or even try your free speech, you know, you'll see violence. The only thing the Democrats have to offer is, you know, hate, lawlessness, division, and fighting their fake racism while they ignore real racism. I agree. Thanks. No, right. And and look, uh, again, you can trot out January 6th all you want. Uh, I was one of the first people to call it what it is, a selfie. Okay, there was no insurrection. That was not an insurrection. That was a bunch of people messing up desks and taking pictures and stuff. And I personally think that uh, January 6th was a setup to a certain extent, and, and they're... They've been trying to portray Trump supporters and their political opponents since day one, since since Biden took office as violent weirdos, and the only violent weirdos seem to be coming at us from the left. And I, I think very few people are buying the Pelosi thing. Uh, you know, again, if he actually was attacked, God bless him. I hope he's all right. But it just, it, it just, none of it really makes any sense. And I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time talking about it anymore. Um, let's just get through the next week, shall we? <laughs> uh, God knows what's going to, if the, if, look, let's just say for poops and giggles that the Pelosi thing is a put on, which it certainly feels that way. Yeah. Let's say the Pelosi thing uh, is a put-on. If they're capable of that, well, what what else are they capable of? First off, we know exactly what they're capable of. They're capable of destroying the southern border for political reasons. They're capable of letting 300 people die a day because of fentanyl ODs uh, if it helps them politically. They're capable of all kinds of horrible crap. So, pardon me, I don't really think you're a conspiracy weirdo if you're hearing the facts of this Pelosi, Paul Pelosi thing, and it's really just not adding up, man. It really isn't. Uh, the main thing is that you get out there and vote. And yeah, this is the first time I probably ever have said this on the radio, but vote all ours, man. Get them all out of there. We are on a path to destruction in this country. And, and, and keep in mind, and you know this because you listen to talk radio, and, you, and people who listen to talk radio tend to be a little bit more educated about what's going on, all right? You and I both know we don't have to be experiencing any of this. None of this has to happen. We were energy independent two years ago, man. Here's Peter. Peter, how you doing? Oh, golly, I am so sorry that, you know, I totally agree with what you're saying. I, when I first uh, heard about this, I, too, thought, come on, something's a little fishy. But I'm calling for something a little bit different, and I was wondering if it's okay. Sure. Um, I hear a lot about people not wanting to vote until voting day. What's your opinion on that? Should I should we our family go uh, early vote, or should we wait until you know voting day? I don't know. One of the reason people are not are hesitant to vote during the early voting period is because they're concerned that their votes could be messed with. Right. Um, now we, frankly, we've had a couple of accusations. We can't vet any of this. We don't know if it's true, but we had the library and with the Encino Library were. People were saying their their votes were being changed from uh, Abbott to Beto. Uh, again, uh-huh. no verification of that. I certainly understand if some, if people are hesitant to early vote. You know, with the with with some of the stuff that's going on. Sure. Sure. Uh, all I care about is that we do vote. So, yeah. you know, okay. I I don't I don't know if I'm voting earlier if I'm going to wait. 
because uh, well, how, how much longer do we have for early voting? I'm not even sure. Golly, I think four, three or four or five. Three days, or four, I'm right. Sure. So I, I don't know. I may just go again, go on Tuesday, but uh, yeah. I certainly understand why people would be hesitant to early vote. But the main thing right. is that we do vote. So, good deal, buddy. Thanks for your time. Rock on, man. Uh, let's see, Charles, you're on News Talk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Hey, here's my two comments. Uh, I certainly think we need to vote R. Oh yeah. But I hope. If we take both of the houses, let's see how strong the Republicans are to doing what they said they would do last time. I agree. You know, and, and well, they because I guarantee you, if the Democrats are in charge, they would impeach the hell out of Trump and everybody, and they would have put Pelosi as president. You know, <laughs> right, right, right. So, so let's so let's see a McCarthy team along with the Senate. If we take the Senate, if they impeach Biden and Harris and put McCarthy in the driver's seat. Well, we'll see what they do if they get it. it and I do believe they're going to do well, but you're right. Don't Once you get there, don't wimp out. That's my whole point. Uh, yeah, I want to see Fauci investigated, too. Yeah. So, so let's clean house. Let, uh, let's do what we say we're going to do and quit quit all the BS. You know I, what I mean? I agree absolutely, man. Thank you for the call. Let's take a break. Uh, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Celebrating 100 years of service. 55 KTSA. Yeah, man, New Stock 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Ha. Happy Halloweeny. The phone lines are open 210-599-5555. Tomorrow will be kind of interesting to hear how many kids you get coming by the house. As opposed to normal normal times. There's nothing normal about the times in which we live. Beyond that, I don't know how I'm going to be able to function. Ken Olin has left Twitter. I, I... Who? <laughs> Did he go to the Elton John concert with us? No. I don't know who that is. Ken Olin uh, was the star of a show from 100 years ago called 30-something... He also was the director of a show that's already over, I think, called This Is Us. I was just about to say 30-something was the original This Is Us. Yes. I have never seen a single episode of either. Uh, He's leaving Twitter because of Elon. Shiver me timbers. Shonda Rhimes, a writer for Grey's Anatomy, is leaving Twitter because of Elon Musk. How are we going to continue... Sarah Marie Maria something. She won a Grammy. Oh yeah. Sarah Sarah Barrios. Barellas. Barellas. She writes, Welp, it's been fun, Twitter. I'm out. See you on other platforms, peeps. Sorry, this one's just not for me. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Ken Olin who I just had to explain to you who the hell he is. Is this not like your typical, I'm still stuck in the 60s. Hey, all, I'm out of here. No judgment. Let's keep the faith. Let's protect our democracy. Let's be kinder. Let's try to save the planet. Let's try to be more generous. Let's look to find peace in the world. I bet you that guy's got a closet full of freaking stanky-ass tie-dye T-shirts that he thinks are still cool. Sit down, Ken. Nobody cares anymore. It's over. Uh, let's see here. Rob Reiner, again, who hasn't, when's the last, that guy hasn't done anything worth a crap since uh, Princess Bride. <laughs> For those who are fighting to preserve our constitutional democracy, now is the time not to leave Twitter. Now is the time to vote blue. Good luck with that, Rob. Dear, here's Stevie Van Zant. Stevie, the Sopranos was a long time ago, man, and nobody listens to Bruce Springsteen anymore. Bruce Springsteen's only current relevance is that he's he that meme where he he's somehow morphed into Woody Allen. He looks like Woody Allen now. He's an old fart. Dear Elon Musk, some free advice from the world's concierge again, dude. The Sopranos was a long time ago, okay, man? 
Stevie Van Zandt, you will be making the biggest mistake of your life if you put Adolf Hitler back on the most effective means of communication in the modern world. The kind of mistake you will never, ever be forgiven. Oh, who cares, Stevie? You're tying that bandana a little too tight there, pal. And then there's LeBron James. LeBron James, the genius of his era. <laughs> Not just a big sloppy guy who plays basketball. High school education. <coughs> I don't know Elon Musk. Uh, uh, I could care less who owns Twitter. It's I couldn't care less. If you say you could care less, it means that you could care less. What you mean to say is I couldn't care less, which means you have no more spares, space to care less. That's what that means. It drives me crazy when people say that. LeBron James. I don't know Elon Musk. I, I could care less. Hang on, my stupid computer keeps. It's the there there are it's the man he's messing with the DOJ is messing with my computer. Here we go. Uh, where's the LeBron code? There we. Go. I don't know Elon Musk. I could care less who owns Twitter. But I will say that if this is true, I hope he and his people take this very seriously because this is scary AF. So many damn unfit people said hate speech is free speech. Read a book once in a while, LeBron. It might help you out a bit. I'm just saying, read a book every now and again, pal. Maybe a magazine article. Because you know what, LeBron? I could care less who you are. God, that drives me nuts. I could care less. I could not possibly care less. Again, if you say you could care less, it means you could, in fact, care less. <sighs> yeah, Twitter's just going right down the toilet, man. And uh, these all these celebrities that you have to explain who they actually are, jumping off of Twitter, is that going to keep you up tonight? You're going to lose some sleep over that happy crap? They're so self-important. Like, we give a crap that Ken Olin is dropping off of Twitter. <laughs> Well, we think a little too highly of ourselves, don't we there, Ken? Oh, boy. Well, who's going to fill that freaking vacuum? Who's going to fill in the Ken Olin, the space that Ken Olin leaves behind on Twitter? And the thing is, they, you know, what, what's he going to do? He, he's going to allow people of opposing opinions to, like, voice their opinions and stuff. See, when Democrats start talking about democracy, when your average liberal idiot starts talking about democracy, what they really mean is, we want everybody to be shut up who doesn't agree with us. If we have to, at any point, oh, my God, defend our own stinking agenda, it's the end of democracy. Only a Democrat can define democracy that way. And we're not even a full democracy. We're a constitutional representative democracy. We're a republic. But you always know, whenever a stinking Democrat starts talking about democracy, what they really mean is, I want you to shut up. I'm not listening. Can't hear you. And if you keep talking, I'll run your ass over with my car. Democracy. Oh, kiss my butt cheeks. Who cares if you're dropping off a of Twitter? Nobody cares. Uh, here's Jim. Jim, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing too bad. This is in regards to that gal I called earlier about she had some friends that was Democrats. Now, I don't understand that. Maybe I draw a harder line than some people do. But I quit talking to my grandmother in the 80s over Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Cold turkey. You cut off your own grandmother? Yes, I sure as hell did, and I'll do it in a New York minute. See how you are? I got to go. Stop talking to my grandmother over politics. That's when it gets a little weird. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071, the final few moments of the show. And then we'll go about our day. Enjoying Halloweeny. Hope you have a happy Halloweeny. 
I'm going as a sickly middle-aged man. That's going to be my costume. Uh, it's also Intergalactic Knock Knock Joke Day. So intergalactic? Well, I'm just making that up. Oh, okay. It's international, national, I don't know. Knock Knock. Who's there? Who? Who, who? What are you, a freaking owl? <laughs> That's my favorite one so far. Knock. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Roach. Roach who? Roach you a letter. I'm putting it in your mailbox. Now, that one's a little dated. That's a little dated. Let's see. If we have, uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Butter. Butter who? Butter let me in or I'll freeze. <laughs> these are freaking awful, man. These are from, where did I get these from? These are from Good uh, good Housekeeping. And these suck. Let's see if we can look up some better. Are you doing anything for, for Halloween-y? Anything oh, interesting? I, I turn the lights off and shun the kids. You shun children is what you do. Well, my neighborhood that I live in is notorious, apparently. And I've seen this mm-hmm. over the years. Other families drive in. It's like bussing in the no. kids. No. Oh, come on. <laughs> yes. So it oh, looks like. stop it. What's in, wrong with people? In normal times, it looks like a parades going up and down the streets in the right. neighborhood. So I just, all lights off. No, not in my budget. Sorry. They sh- they're they coming in. They're like a legal alien. They're like, you know, traipsing across the border to get free candy. I'm Martha's Vineyard, and they're just trying to get our rich candy. That's what it oh, is. But you, Don, you got a lot of kids that come around your neighborhood? Uh, it's usually about 30 or so that show up at the house. Right. It's like I said last week. We, we used to get a fair amount. I don't know. This year it could be different. Again, we got the fentanyl thing going on. But uh, um, I don't know if I'm going to dress up or not. I might go to the Walmart and get a freaking chicken outfit. I don't know. What happened to the one you used to have? I threw it away. Why? Because I looked fat. Made me look fat. Yes, it was the well, costume. Well, that and I bust the zipper. <laughs> it was the costume. The costume made me look like a fat chicken. I almost said the word for rooster, but that would have been bad. Yeah. A fat, you know. Uh, so I... Uh... <laughs> you ought to sue the costume designer for making you look fat. Right? Well, I don't know. I may How go to the Wally Mart and get some stupid thing to put on. I don't know. All right. Well, I mean, you know, I had my birthday was Friday night. It was the World Series Friday night. Saturday night was Elton John. Yesterday, I actually did a film shoot for my buddy Taylor. Did another acting gig. So Halloween, meh. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna, I'm kind of looking forward to just a normal damn day at some point. But I don't know. I guess I'll maybe give out some pony beers and cigarettes. I don't know. We get a lot of 19-year-olds in my neighborhood that show up. Oh, yeah. I Trick or treat, dude. Trick or treat, bra. I think we talked about this last week. You know, like the, the kind of pukes that go to the Walmart, go to the dollar store, and they get like some stupid 99-cent mask with a rubber band on it. Start knocking on your do- door. Wearing $200 Michael Jordan shoes. Yes. Yeah. Nicer cell phone than me. Trick or treat, bra, or I'll kick your ass. So I don't know what I'm, I, I really have spent very little time thinking about Halloween. And stay away from the Skittles and Smarties and yes. the stuff that they've been typically doing, the rainbow fentanyl. Plus, this stuff is crap anyway. <laughs> chocolate, man. Chocolate. Right? I love chocolate. You, you go to somebody's house, they give you Smarties, and you were a kid. What are you thinking? I want some damn chocolate, you communist. I can't, Smarties. Trade, I can't trade Smarties at lunch the next day. Right. <laughs> People are going to think I'm slumming it. Uh, <laughs> and nobody likes Smarties. What are some of the other doofusy candy that people give out that nobody wants? Uh, the candy corn is very controversial. Candy corn is boring. Yeah. Right. What's the one that takes you an hour to chew that's on the stick? What's that? The, it's not caramel, but it's sugar daddy or something like that. Some type of weird taffy. It's, it's the taffy crap that you could patch, you could thatch your roof with. I like chocolate. I eat all the chocolate. I, I, in fact, I've probably eaten already. I've probably given myself diabetes by all the chocolate I've eaten just over the past week. So I don't know, kids. Good luck at my house. So you're suggesting that when kids beg for candy at your house, they demand only the best. <laughs> and I've eaten it. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. Nah, sorry, I'm all out. <laughs> Shut the door in their face. <laughs> that would be bad, wouldn't it? Just give them the <laughs> strawberry candies that come in the sausage things. <laughs> I'm going to give them all Vienna sausages.
The best best Halloween I remember was I had, when I the first year I moved right. to Maine and I had my uncle George. We showed up at his right. house and I knocked on the door and he opens the door and he knew it was us. But I don't know how. Right. But he says, "Hey, I'm sorry, kids. I don't believe in Halloween. You're going to hell." And he shuts the door. <laughs> You're going to hell. <laughs> Get off my lawn, you little pagans. So we turn around and walk away. He's like, "I know it's you." Oh, get off great. my lawn, you little yeah. Satanists. You're going to hell. I'm just going to get several tins of smoked sausages. or smoke, <laughs> No, smoked oysters. <laughs> I'm going to give them each a smoked oyster on a toothpick. Here you yeah, go. Like, Here you go. Vienna sausage or potted meat? What do you no, want? Potted food meat product. Yeah. Here you go, kid. A spoonful of potted meat. Individually wrapped cheese. Which... <laughs> no, I think the smoked oysters are the best. Give my little smoked oyster on a toothpick. Oh, man. There you oh, go. They have Happy to eat, Halloween. They have to eat a smoked oyster to get candy. You got to eat yeah. this goop, this this ugly ass looking thing on this toothpick, or no candy for you, you little booger. If you puke, uh, you're out. Thank you, James. Thanks, Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Tom Morgan, my good brother Trey Ware, and Mr. Elton John for a great badass concert. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye.